party podcast. This is a big one. This is going to be a good one. I can feel it in my bones. Here's what we can't do. Here's what we can't do. I know this is true. We cannot become pessimists. We cannot get down about this. Now's the time to take action. Now's the time to do stuff. You, you get bummed out when it looks like there's nothing you can do, but there's always something you can do. That is the glimmer of hope. Here's what we're going to do today. This is what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about uh, the, the riots. We're going to talk about uh, COVID. We're going to talk about Antifa. We're going to talk about what's going on with this country. We are going to get into the root of the problem. We're going to get into the root of the problem. We're going to shed some light on it, and we're going to talk about solutions. Because I have been thinking about this for a long time. I've been doing my little videos. I've been doing my little commentary. I've been thinking a lot. This is what I would recommend for everyone. Because it's easy to get bogged down in the details. It's like, uh, it's like you're think of think about you're painting a house, right? You you, you get you, you're gonna paint a house, and then you realize, oh man, that's some rotted wood. I'm gonna have to get that out of there. Oh no, that window's gonna need replaced. Oh, those gutters, all this. It's easy to get distracted in that, or you can look at it as okay. A lot of this is gonna be a teardown. A lot of this is going to be a teardown. We need to adjust our budget. We need to replace the gutters. We need to fix the windows. We need to put up some new siding. And then it's going to be awesome. And then it's going to be awesome. The way our country's designed, the way this whole crazy experiment works, is that we have to constantly do that. We have to constantly do it. We're never going to be done. We're never going to be done. And and horrible forces and people with their own self-interests are always going to be working their agenda. They're never going to stop, so we can never stop. It's horrible. I wish we lived in a society where we could all just kind of kick back and relax and look at clouds and talk about where we're going to go on vacation. Unfortunately, we live in crazy-ass America, and when you do the coolest stuff, often the worst stuff happens too, and that's where we are. And, and Gimlet, I don't know if you felt this yesterday, but I certainly did. Uh, such mixed emotions, so much, uh, so much, just anger. Just I was so pissed off about the whole situation. However, at the same time, you had that space flight go off the first time in ten years. We we haven't had to we haven't had to uh, hitch a rides with the Russians. We're, we've got our own thing going, and that's a private company. That's Elon Musk and SpaceX working a little bit with NASA, but I would make the argument that's a private, that's capitalism doing that. Elon Musk might be my favorite American. I tell you, he's he's wonderful. He's an immigrant. But he's, he's, he's making things. Yes. He's building things. He has a vision. Oh my he, goodness. He's making sure, like. And the thing I loved so much, and this was before the launch that had to be canceled because of the weather. Yeah. This is such a beautiful thing to me. He said, if this is successful, it's the hundreds of people at SpaceX and NASA that made it happen. If this is unsuccessful, I own it. It's, I designed it. It's all on me. 
there is a clip, and I'll try to find it and, and put it up at the Loftus party from several years ago when he announced that he was going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was being interviewed by 60 Minutes. And uh, I guess I want to say it was John Glenn at the time, maybe Neil Armstrong. I don't know, but a, a couple of like high level, very famous ex astronauts. <laughs> yeah, we're saying that it was a bad idea. And that, that, that he shouldn't do it. Bad idea, Elon Musk. And you could see how hurt he was. And he's like, yeah, I, I would have hoped they would have uh, been behind me. However, that's a wonderful moment. We're going to get into that later. we got to talk about the breaking news. The breaking news as we record this on a beautiful Sunday. A beautiful Sunday. Uh, Trump just designated... Antifa, a domestic terrorist organization. A lot of people have been calling that for a long, long time. Uh, But that's wonderful. But once again, uh, that is kind of off to the sidelines. I'm going to say this. Go ahead. Just designated it a terrorist organization because they do have international ties. Yes. He didn't say domestic. Okay. I think he went big. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Even better. Even better. I and and I'll be. I want to get your insight on this too, uh, Stace. It, I, I this is what happens, you guys, when the media has lost the plot. And I'm talking about the mainstream media, the the big media, the the, the CNNs, the ABCs, the NBCs, the CBS. I'm talking about those guys. They have not covered the news in a factual basis for such a long time, we are now starting to to reap the whirlwind. They have planted these seeds in 2016. In 2015, when Trump was running for president, we saw it with our own eyes. We saw these Antifa little thugs messing up uh, speaking events, attacking Trump supporters. We have known about Antifa for the longest time, for the longest time. And the media has decided that they didn't exist. and that Or it, it that was... they were like World War II soldiers. Yes, yes, brave little, brave little soldiers. So they've, allowed, so they've allowed this to flourish. They've allowed it to, to, to go and spread and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now here we are. And now here we are. And listen, uh, to get down to it, you talk about the, the the murder of George Floyd, and I said this in the video. I, I haven't found one person who's on the side of the cops. Not one. I'm talking, and I'm talking to, to NYPD officers. I'm talking to friends of mine who've, like, been in the shizzle and they're like that. You don't do that. You don't do. It. So anyway, you're, the movement got hijacked. The movement got hijacked, and it made everything, everything worse. It made everything worse. However, some good has to come out of this, and I am going to focus my energy on on the media. We have to have uh, facts that we can all agree on. We have to have a, a basic reality that we can all agree on. Am I crazy, Gimlet? Have I have am I losing it? You're not crazy, but there was an entire op-ed from the former president of I think it was CBS in the Washington or in the 
Wall Street Journal uh, last week, earlier, well, earlier this week, that basically said the media, the media knows why they're doing it. There's a profit motive, motive to it. They're perfectly happy with their business model, and they're not going to change. And I actually think um, what you're going to see, and I think Barry Weiss was right, is uh, people like Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, people like that are going to become mainstream media. I mean, Joe Rogan gets more freaking downloads than CNN has viewers in a month. Can you at least throw my name in there somewhere? Can huh? you at least? Oh, Can yeah. you at least? <laughs> the I'm program just saying, that you're I mean, on. The, the Rogan... program that you've been on for years. Can you at least? <laughs> but, I mean, it's just the, the whole cable news world is kind of dying. And I think what we're actually witnessing here is like they're dying gasps because even CNN. So if you go to last night and you go to Friday night, like even CNN realized they had jumped the shark. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, on Friday night, it was these noble protesters and they just want a voice and there was this, that, and the other thing. Clips. Hmm? There were some funny clips out there oh of just but like I think, people I mean, denying reality. I, tell me yeah. about the moment where they accepted it. Where's the moment they turned the corner? Because when, there their, was some, when their reporter got arrested. Oh, the CNN guy? Yeah. Well, that was that, that was, was funny. just it was. And, and I just don't li- listen. <laughs> OK, first of all, we got to talk about the comedy in this. We got to talk about the comedy. Of like the best one of all time, and I know you saw this was Ari Velshi from MSNBC, where he's literally in yep. Minneapolis in the Florida, and in the background, the city is on fire. The city is on fire, and he's like, but "It's that, it's mainly a peaceful protest. It's uh, about peaceful protesters." And like, dude, I swear to God, they're obligated to say that because Chris Hayes was in Ferguson and did the same thing. These are mostly peaceful protests, and there was a building on fire right behind him. I saw, I saw this one kid from CNN. I think he was in Dallas, and he's reporting, and all these people are marching by, and then there's cars going by, and he's like, it's mostly peaceful protests. Occasionally, you'll have a kid stop and do some graffiti, and then whew, a bottle goes whizzing by his head. <laughs> it's like, occasionally, they will throw a bottle at you, but you know... And in a good way. And I'm like, what's what's the good way? What's the good way? And then uh, th- that was just hilarious to me. Just hilarious. Now, to get back to the CNN guy, that it, it seems like there was something that we had missed. Because you watch that thread and, and the, the, the cops are lining, lining up in the middle of the street. The mm-hmm. CNN guy is in the middle of the street. And he's like, yeah, the police just came over here and, uh, hey, do you want us to move? Tell us where to move to and we'll move there. Tell us where to move to and we'll move there. But the guy's standing in the middle of the street. There's a a row of cops in front of him. And then there's now cops behind him. And he keeps going this, hey, just uh, just tell me where you want to go. Tell tell us where you want us to go. Tell us where you want us to go. It's like it's not obvious. Maybe you could get on the sidewalk. Like you're standing in front of a line of cops in riot gear. In riot gear, how about you get your shot from the sidewalk? Like, I I, I know I'm supposed to be, I guess I'm supposed to be outraged that a, that a journalist was arrested and then quickly let go. But, like, dude, you're not in Tiananmen Square. 
It's not like you're what you're you're not you're not supposed to be in the story. You're supposed to cover the story. I I, I have I have no sympathy, very little guess, sympathy for the CNN. I guess it, there's a whole thread that somebody did, and I can't remember the account name right now. But all the reporters who got shot with rubber bullets, whatever, because they were just in the way. Guys, here's the thing: when the police are ready to clear the street, get the hell out of the way. They're not going to stop and figure out who the media is. Yes. Like, yeah, stop it. So, so we, we keep coming back to the media. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep doing this as, the, oh, this is, most, this is mostly peaceful protesters. Now, I'm gonna, I'll tell you this right now. The other thing is, is the Antifa aspect of it. These, these kids who uh, came in and they just get the ball rolling. Was there a ton of that? I totally believe so. I totally believe um, so. They're wearing the traditional outfit. They're wearing the traditional black hoodie, black black backpack, the black pants, the whole thing. They got the proper tools. Mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they tools. go in. They go in. They smash the windows, and then they just kind of blend into the background. And they've got coordinated effort. They've got help. They listen to police scanners. And I know it kind of sounds like a conspiracy. Uh, theory, but it's not. And I'll be putting up more documentation of this uh, at the the website. They just busted. They just bu- busted the uh, the Minnesota. Uh, I want to say it's the the governor. Uh, his daughter. His daughter was uh, yeah the governor's daughter. Hope Walls tweeting out uh, intel to looters and rioters. And you know who else was doing that? Elon Elon Omar, her yeah, daughter. She was asking for two by fours and hockey sticks and materials. Yeah. yeah. So, but here's the thing: they were dropping pallets of bricks in strategic places in areas where they had whipped up riots. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this was like. This was like. I can't help but think. This. This was going to happen before November. I think originally it was probably going to happen around one of the political conventions. And I actually think they were going to go after the Democrats first because Bernie lost. But they've been planning this for a while. These were not spontaneous protests. They were looking for a jumping off point. And the reason I know these are organized and the reason I know people are coming in from out of town is I look what happened in my own state, okay? Yeah. When various cities around the country had all kinds of stuff going on in August, I guess it was of 2014, I think, with Ferguson and Baltimore and all that, um, you know, those two instances, nothing really bad happened in Atlanta. We had a couple freeway protests and stuff like that, but this is not how we discuss things in Atlanta. And, I mean, you heard it from our own mayor. And I think when CNN heard Mayor Lance Bottoms' um, speech the morning after, they were like, oh, maybe we need to take this a little more seriously because that thing went viral. Yes. She was not happy. Um, And I think she was perfectly reasonable. Like, she and I probably agree on nothing politically. Right. But as far as what she was saying about how we solve problems and and that sort of thing, she was spot on. And the police chief was even better yesterday. She's like, there's a curfew and I'm ready to arrest everyone. That's it. And she's a tiny little lady. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it's just like, that's how I know it's organized because nothing happened in Atlanta after Ferguson and nothing happened in Atlanta after Baltimore other than some reasonable, you know, protests. They did the freeway thing and there was a couple things downtown where people gathered and then they started talking to the police chief and this, that, and the other thing. But it was not, it was not riots in my city. Well, what's going to happen? And I think what you saw with, with your mayor speaking, and it's going to happen more and more with these cities who are really getting pounded, you can no longer deny reality. You have right. to you have to accept reality. Like, and, and this is the problem. When you start just saying things because you think that's what's going to go over well and it's what, what's going to make people think you care, like that, like that, uh, that, that dickhead in uh, Minneapolis. Oh, these are the, the vast majority of these people are coming from out of state. The vast majority. And then you, okay, so you said that because that's what you want to be real. You want that to be the reality. And then you look at, at the mugshots and the information. And no, my friend, they're not. They're not. They're little Antifa doofuses in your own little hometown. And even, and I'll, I, I, I got to give credit to USA Today. USA Today did a, a, a nice little story on it that it's it's these, quote, anti-fascists. It's the Antifa movement coming in. So credit where credit is due. Now, this is going to not be a popular thing. And this isn't this isn't some kind of like white power BS, but this is all about talking about we, we have to deal with reality. Uh, a friend of the show that we we really like, he's a smart guy, Ryan James Gerdusky, tweeted out uh, this chart last night. It's getting some traction on Twitter today, but it's from the Washington Post police uh, shootings database. And it's an FBI crime report thing. The number of unarmed blacks killed by police is falling like a stone. If you track it from 2015, it goes down, down, down. And on their little chart, it is below 10. It is below 10. At one point, uh, back in 2015, it was almost at 40 to give you some kind of uh, insight into this. Then it goes down in 2016, little blip up in 2017, way down in 2018, and now in 2019, it is at the super low. Here's the other part. Number of police officers killed by blacks. That number is actually greater than the number, uh, it, it's up around almost a, a, a 15, 16. So unarmed blacks killed by police, below 10. Police killed by blacks, uh, around 15, 16. So there is an, there's, there's guilt all the way around. And if you want to talk about, I don't have the, 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 the data right in front of me, white people get killed by cops at a far greater rate. Far greater rate. Now, that's when you get into the, oh, 10 hundred thousand years of injustice and blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't want to, I want to acknowledge that. I want to acknowledge that. At some point, though, you have to live in the now. You have to start living now. So let's say it's today. 
let's say it's today. Do I want uh, justice for uh, George Floyd's family? Absolutely. Everyone does. Y you'll be hard-pressed to find a soul that defends that guy. But when the media fans these flames, and, and, it's, and it's just horrible to watch, they keep trying to put it on Trump. They keep going, oh, Trump and these white nationalists and all oh, these white... You guys, I know uh, Gypsy has been part of uh, the libertarian, small-minded, right-leaning group probably longer than I have. Probably longer than I have uh, been vocal uh, upon it. I have yet, and I'm out there. I'm, I'm, I'm out there. I'm doing shows. I'm meeting people. I was in Dallas doing comedy. I'm on Fox News. I got my website. I got the... The YouTube, I have yet to meet a white power. No one has approached me to be like, hey, have you have you thought about how we can protect the white race? It hasn't happened. That's the that's the, the positive in all this. It's like we're right. We are correct. It all comes down to individuals doing the right thing. So it's 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 the it's the media. They 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 put they put us on this path of black people are systematically being hunted down and killed by police officers every time you turn around. And oh. uh, Do Donald Trump is a Russian agent, and uh, Donald Trump has secret messages that he sends to his uh, white nationalist buddies. It it none of it is based in reality. And when the media has to come face to face with that. When they come face to face with, you called Donald Trump a traitor and a Russian asset for three years, and it was based on nothing, not one apology. They just moved on to the next. We have to give up on them. The old media is dead. The old Deader media. Dead. We have to help it along. We have to help. Now, I'm not talking about like doing anything. I'm talking about there's there's ways. By supporting, just check it out, by supporting like guys like you were talking about, Tim Pool, Joe Rogan, the Loftus Party. Support oh. these these other these other the, the new media. Uh my buddy uh Fleckas. Fleckas Talks. That's a great YouTube channel. That Prager U, all of them. All of them. You just we we can't even I don't even want to like Don Lemon doesn't matter that 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 potato head dude on CNN. He doesn't matter. MSNBC, they don't matter. And I and I don't even want to. Well, at least MSNBC is honest about you what know what they are. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they are. Their commentators are all of the left. They're all open about it. Like they don't hide their bias. They own it. CNN won't. And that's what makes people angry. OK. Uh, I'm going to get down off my soapbox. I'm going to reevaluate my life. I'm going to take this commercial break and take some deep breaths. We're going to have some more fun with all this. But now we've, we've identified the problem and we have a path towards the solution. We're going to take a little break and we will be right back. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. 
Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. The coronavirus continues to affect us all, and we are here actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing trusted information from top health experts, sharing tools to help protect families from fraud, and creating resources to support family caregivers everywhere. As always, you can count on AARP to advocate for you and your family. Join us and stay connected at aarp.org coronavirus. Another piece of good news out of all this is that obviously we're not worried about the spread of the Wuhan. We're not worried about the COVID. Remember those pictures of the kids on spring break and everybody's like, you're going to kill us all. You're going to kill us all. And now you have massive gatherings, massive gatherings of people in all these uh, major cities across America. And nobody seems worried about the Wuhan. Nobody seems worried about the COVID anymore. So I guess we're wide open. I, I guess we're wide open. I don't I don't see how you can stand there with a straight face and try to uh, stop people from gathering. Right? I, I, like, I dare Gavin Newsom to go try to break up church services in California this week. And like, that would be hilarious. Don't even, like, you have no authority at this point. None. The Not joke, the joke that I wanted to do, was that uh, if you are in church, and the uh, and the cops show up, just start throwing stuff, just like set yeah. a cop car on fire and go. This, I know we look peaceful, but this is really a riot. So please let us go about our business, because I understand that's how the that's how the law works now. This like this whole idea, this whole idea of uh, uh, hey, I know you're upset. Um, we're going to let you guys work some work off some steam. I think we can agree that doesn't work. I think if we learned, didn't, didn't we learn this in Baltimore? That just letting people burn off steam is just, a, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. People get hurt. I, I told you before the, the podcast where I'm at, so. Reiterate it. Reiterate it for our, our, our noble listeners. Uh, <clears throat> Being relatively on the right side of the political spectrum with some pretty significant libertarian leanings and being a big fan of the just don't tread on me, leave me alone, you know, yeah, kind of kind of preference for government. Um, the government has one job. I entered into a social contract with them when I started paying taxes. It would really be too much for me to raise my own army. So yes. I let them do it for me. Yep. I expect the government at the state, local, and federal level to protect me from enemies foreign and domestic. And across the country, for the last four days, they have failed spectacularly. And, and I'm sorry, all... that's right from the White House on down. Well, yeah, there's a... This would have been... There's, I think it's probably too soon to do, to do jokes. It's, but here we go. Like, 
when they were going after the White House the other day, like there was a big part of me that just wanted like you wouldn't even need a weapon. You just need like the the laser pointer. If you're on the roof of the White House, I just would have had like 20 dudes up there, 20 Secret Service, all with laser pointers and just start. Put them on up. people's foreheads? Yup. Yup. And be like, do you really want to keep pushing the barricade? Do you really want to keep pushing the barricade? Yeah. How far There's... Well, I mean, I'm sitting there watching it last night and I'm like, I know y'all didn't like his tweets about dogs, but if you think you get over that fence and one's not going to take you down by the neck, you're stupid. Oh, this, there's so much stupidity. Here's what, and I'm going to be speaking in general terms. Here's the people I really can't stand the most. The people that I can't stand the most. The people who stand, usually it's white chicks. Usually it's a white chick standing right in front of the cop who's in full riot gear with a weapon, a baton. He's got pepper spray that'll go two city blocks. And they're screaming and pointing and yelling and talking all this smack. And that's when you're just like, just unleash, just unleash. Take, I, you're just like you hoping see, the chick touches the cops. Did so you he can, see that one viral video with the big woman who like smacks the cop upside the head? And when he comes yep. back around, she smacks him again and his partner just takes her out. The dude, that, that, the black cop that took her out got, got put on leave. That's horrible. That That's is horrible. wrong. It's that was not a wrong. small woman. She was oh, going to hit the ground either way. She hit that. And it was beautiful. The, the beautiful was part was. Beautifully it was executed. It was, I was like, damn. It was it was a white cop. White cop pulls her aside. She, uh, and I don't think it was an open hand. I think she no. punched him. She, she hit twice. him once with an open hand and she hit him with a fist the second time. Yeah. So yeah. twice she assaults the cop. And then his partner, African-American gentleman, just dropped her. Just dropped her. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. You can't do that. I used to be on a show called, called World's Dumbest. And this is, where, this is where the seeds for this were born. You, we don't, occasionally you'd have these videos, like these breakup videos, where uh, some girl is just beating the crap out of her boyfriend. There was one on, on a New York subway. She's just beating the hell out of her boyfriend and then people on the subway are like hit her back hit her back and don't and, let that and, quick oh the, the guy didn't do it but you find yourself like listen if uh if if you lay hands on me now all bets are off i don't care if you've got a, a vagina and a, and a beautiful set of titties it's go time it is go I, i'm I, not gonna hit you in the tits but i'm gonna put you out <laughs> I, live by, I live by a certain law my children have all lived by this law. Man, woman, or child hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Yes. And That's just the way it works. Hit you for full effect. Yes. Like, it's it's too funny, but I don't want to get into the whole sports thing. That's that's the road we go down. We got to kind of stay focused on this. So COVID-19 is over. I think that's what those people were celebrating yeah. uh, in the streets last night. Here's the sad part. The sad part in all of this. And it's the ironic part, and unfortunately, it's the part that I was making fun of in in my video when the people were torching. The, the obvious and funny joke, which I went for, was, hey, you know, hey, you burnt down the auto zone. You burnt down the, 
the Foot Locker. You burnt down the McDonald's, the Wendy's, and the Arby's. So now your neighborhood's going to suck. Your neighborhood's going to suck. And it's going to suck for a long time. It's going to suck for a long yeah. time. Sally Cohn, uh, oh. who I kind of know, she tweeted out, and, and a bunch of other people did, they go, hey, hey, this is why you got insurance. I'm paraphrasing. She's like, these places have insurance. They'll be you back. You are kidding me. No, she she was saying, and there was and there was a lot of, like you you've got you've got the media and you got the blue checks. The blue checks have the loudest voice. The blue checks have the loudest voice. And Sally's a blue check, and I am not. And unfortunately, a lot of people who lean to the right, small government people, don't have the blue checks. So that is what they, they literally think. That's what they because that's what they want the reality to be. Then there was this giant thread of an insurance agent like below hers. Saying, I've been, he, this guy goes, I've been in the, the insurance game for over 20 years. <clears throat> you can't insure for that. You, you, there's no insurance for that. You're, you're done. You're out. There's, you, you don't get repaid. So those businesses, if they do come back, they're not going to come back there. So no, because the, the, the Wendy's and those, those are franchises. Those aren't corporate stores. Exactly. You, know, you might have somebody that owns three or four McDonald's. You think I'm going to put one back here? You're out of your freaking mind. And I was the, yeah, reading earlier today that um, Target's and like and and this kind of just makes me go see what you get, see what you get. I mean, Target has been one of the most SJW suck up companies ever, right? Yes. Yeah. We're and they have to close twelve stores nationwide tonight because they've been targeted. Yeah. You've got. It's like they you, hate you. You don't under. They hate capitalism. Stop sucking up to them. And I want to hold off this for uh, uh, the 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 C block with the celebrities who are who are stepping in it now. It's Joe Biden's um, campaign. Oh my lord! It's uh, it's horrible. I feel I feel for the small business owners. I feel for the people who that it's just and and there's little glimmers of hope. There, there's there's uh there was that firefighter who had you uh-huh. know saved up and o- opened up that sports bar and they black dude black dude they looted the hell out of him they took everything they stole the safe the safe and he even hadn't though it was been empty. able to open because of covid so he was still waiting to open yeah yeah just like well, no mercy uh, just the rapper, they had no mercy the rapper mike that spoke with my mayor like I know three black women who had their businesses destroyed over the last two days. Things they've worked their entire life for. Yeah. Now on the upside, there was a there was a GoFundMe because this the the firefighter guy got lucky and some blue checks retweeted his story. So there was a GoFundMe for him, and it's well over two hundred thousand bucks. So he'll he'll be able to reopen. He now has capital, and he can do that if he so chooses. Maybe have, not there. <laughs> right. Right. They still. There's, there's still cities still have the scars from the the riots in the '60s. They still have the scars from the from the Rodney King riots, you know. And you've got Nola, magic, Nola, magic. Baltimore Johnson. is from a couple years ago. Oh yeah. Now you've got Magic Johnson uh, trying to do some good stuff. You've got uh, Dr. Dre trying to do some good stuff in South Central. But that's where I mean. You better hope some big time celebrities uh, step in and and help you out because insurance it ain't gonna cover it. It ain't gonna cover it. And anybody 
who says this. Here's here's when you know to go to go to run screaming. Anybody who they, they knit their eyebrows up together and they go, we need to have a conversation about this. We need yeah. to have a deep and meaningful dialogue. Just turn them off. Turn them off. You know yeah. what's right. You know what's wrong. Don't do wrong. Do right. You want to find common ground? Let, let's talk a little bit about common ground. Yes. As soon as the George Floyd story made the news, the president condemned the cop. Bill Barr announces the DOJ's going in, right? Yes. Swift. The guy is fired. He's his, charged. His wife left him. And his wife left him. No justice, no peace means exactly what? Like, the president came out on your side. Yes. The entire force of the federal government came out on your side. There was near 110% agreement among reasonable people that what that guy did was wrong. Yes, it is. And, and you that's... just blew it. Completely, completely. I have you got, no you got... sympathy, none. And this is, not about, this is not about black and white. This is about law and order. And anarchy. Yes. And there are people of all colors on the law and order side. This poor woman crying to a reporter like they looted the only store I can get to and the buses aren't running. I can't get any food. Yep. She yep. wants law and order. <laughs> and and it, I know it sounds kind of uh, trite to to, 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 to to kind of frame it like that, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. And people, you know, you, you, you kind of start. I mean, I've seen people on the right doing it. Donald Trump needs to address the nation now. Where's the law and order president? Where's the law and order president? At some point, and I think that the line had been crossed a long, 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 long time ago. It's like we were saying in the, in, in the first segment. Everybody agrees. You can protest. You can protest. You can march in the streets. And it's like, it's so... I, I, I bore myself by even saying it, but the instant you start breaking stuff, you got to go to jail. It doesn't help. Just like you didn't like the, those cops doing what they did to George Floyd, the person whose business you just smashed, they don't like you doing that to them. But let's take a minute to get into this, to get into the, the George Floyd of it all. 17 complaints about that dude. 17 complaints. So then you have to ask Amy yourself. Klobuchar didn't prosecute him. Precisely. Precisely. When you have a, when you're protected like that, because then, then you have to ask yourself, because listen, here's the other thing that's going to be horrible to say. The vast majority of blah, 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 cops and the vast majority of the FBI, but yes, the vast majority of the vast majority are good people. They're good people. You have to be able to root out the bad apples. If there are 17 complaints about a dude What's going on there? Are, I'll give you, I'll get, say 10 of them agree, are egregious. Let's say 11, 12 are egregious. And somebody that he arrested was like, he used excessive force and I'm going to counter sue. Okay, look into those. But 17, that seems like a high number. Is it possible? Yeah, sure, it's possible. But 17? Have you ever tried to fire someone who works for the federal government? Um, I, no, I know. Well, I, I mean, that's I, my other common ground. If you want to like really challenge a Democrat, okay, get rid of public unions. I think they suck. Yeah. So that's <laughs> you want to take down the blue wall? 
go tell the police union because you're the ones they donate to. That's the real corruption in the whole thing. And this is this is the other problem that I'm, I'm glad we're bringing it up. And I want to make sure that we addressed it. Like, listen, I'm all for uh, unions. Like, I got no beef with unions. Industrial when, unions? Craft but, unions? Yep. Yeah. But when you go too far, when you go too far, when it becomes impossible to fire a bad teacher, when it co- becomes impossible to fire a bad federal employee, and it's easier just to, oh, just let them go. Just just, let, just put them on paid leave and blah, blah, whatever. That's bad. That's bad. However, they keep wrapping themselves up in, oh, the unions protect this and protect. Yes, there's a, there's a very good reason that unions got started. But I think they've lost the plot in well, a lot of cases. But, but it's, not, it's not so much that to me. And this is like my previous life in education. No problem with private sector unions and craft unions. They are dealing with for-profit companies, and you can you can leverage that. Public unions, like government workers, teachers, cops, etc., they're leveraging the taxpayer. That's not okay. Correct, and that's and that's a great great point. We're going to okay. take a little teeny break. We're going to come back. We got to talk about these uh, celebrities that are whoo they're stepping in it they're stepping in it and then we got some entertainment news and then i have a uh, a wonderful thing uh for a lot of people to chew on and it'll, it'll be fun for you to use at parties in the future when this when these subjects come up so hang on we got some, we got some kryptonite bullets for you In uncertain times, we could use someone to lean on. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma will stand by you with plan options to fit your budget. If you've recently lost your job, had a baby, or moved, you can still get the health care coverage you and your family need. Financial help may be available for those who qualify. Call 855-452-BLUE or visit hereforyouok.com to see if you're eligible to enroll. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company. As a small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers. People who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more, and that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. Coming back with a big old C block. Coming back with a big old C block. Gimlet, I know you wanted to you wanted to kick it off here with something that you uh, you saw one of the clips from the riots. Something something uplifting and good. Yeah, there was a media team in Seattle who had brought security out with them. You might have seen this. I think I think I dropped it in one of the messaging groups we're in. Um, there was this skinny little runt with the black hood over his head standing there with his brother. And he there was a burnt police car and he had lifted an AR-15 out of it. 
Oh, this yeah. This bald guy with a beard comes <laughs> running up to him, handgun drawn, ripped the freaking gun right out of his hands, took out the magazine like a pro. I mean, he had to be in the military at some point, right? Was, yeah, and, like, the guy's security. brother's, like, grabbing him, like, come on, dude, come on, let's go, let's go. The kid? And I'm like, you have so obviously never held a gun, or he could not have taken it from you like that. <laughs> at least that little Antifa douche kid was smart enough to keep he did two things very smart one he got his finger away from the trigger that mm-hmm. saved his life number mm-hmm. two he instantly let go of the weapon like, and, put, and put his hands in the air when yeah. that former navy seal looking dude came flying across the street oh, like a bullet of justice with his revolver pointed at that kid's head. <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh, dude. I'm like, I, I like tweet. I'm like, obviously, this is the first time Soy Boy ever held a gun. This guy just saved countless lives, right? Yes. But he came back and said, probably also the first time he's had a gun to his chest. I'm like, right? So so here's some more some more good news. And, and, and I've seen... Uh, multiple. There was a cop. I want to. I want to say it was in San Francisco, somewhere in Northern California. I could be wrong. Got separated from the rest of his unit. He was all by himself, full riot gear. Here comes the angry mob and a bunch, a bunch of black folk. They came in. They made a human chain and they protected this dude and made sure that nothing happened to him. That's I wonderful. Lucky like that too. It's wonderful and glorious, and I'm glad it happened more than once. There was a little Antifa kid who was doing stuff, got confronted by a, 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 a black dude. Like, what are you doing? You need to stop. You need to stop this. There's been – there's multiple videos out there like that. I tweeted a bunch of them. If you go to the Loftus oh, Party Twitter of, account. Um, there were some Antifa girls defacing a Starbucks. I mean, they were, they were pasty white living in a basement kind, you know? Yes. With their, with their black garb on. Yes. Black woman comes up to him. Don't you be put, they were doing BLM. She's like, you're not BLM. And they're going to yep. come through here and blame that on us. You get your asses out of here. I mean, she like chased him away. I'm like, you go. There was <laughs> another one, some little teeny bopper kid who took a pile of uh, like uh, horse crap and put it on a cop car. And then this giant black dude is like screaming at him like, what the F are you doing? You don't do that. That's wonderful. And listen, for everyone, and I know there were a bunch of peaceful protesters. I've seen some other clips of some very, listen, that's what America's about. I'm I'm sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, behind you 110% for protesting. I'm behind you 110%. But when you see people smashing windows, I I saw a horrible one. This is the one that, like, really kicked it off. And I don't want to get bogged down in this because there's other stuff I want to talk about. There was this, It was so creepy. It was so creepy. I think it was from uh, Minneapolis. Uh, a guy in all black, black face mask with like two little purple valves on either side. And he's carrying a black umbrella. And he's got a specialty tool that you use to break out windows. So this creepy looking dude, like out of the X-Files... Is, I, I think this was the auto zone. Might have been the auto zone. He goes walking up. Pat, pat, breaks a window. Pat, pat, breaks a window. Then along comes this young brother in a pink shirt. Bright pink shirt. 
going, hey, man, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? And the guy just like slowly walks away, like to, to blend in with the crowd. And it's the creepiest thing, completely unnerving. And little uh, pink dude, pink shirt man, who's carrying like a pizza box and smoking a blunt, is following the guy. And the camera follows them both. And uh, pink shirt dude is like, what you doing, man? What you doing, man? And the guy turns and he's like, are you a cop? Are you a cop? And he's like, I'm not a cop. What are you doing? And uh, Umbrella Man is like, you want to go? You want to go? And then the, the kid in the pink shirt's like, let me t- put down my blunt. Ha ha ha. And then the camera cuts off. So you see uh, Antifa guy, weird, weird dude with a black umbrella, get confronted by a, a fun-loving black dude in a in a bright pink t-shirt and then they have a confrontation but at least the guy in the pink t-shirt tried to do something and that video went everywhere it was on all these websites and like here's the problem here's the problem then i see another video taken later on like right after that incident dude in the black umbrella is is walking away from you can see the store in the background of the windows they just smashed, and who's right there with them, laughing and joking? Pink shirt, dude. Yes, it was the creepiest thing I had ever seen. It really, like, what did I just watch? Because immediately I, I was, I was outraged. I'm like, oh, thank God for pink shirt guy. He was trying to stop him. And then you're like, wait a minute. And then why? Well, you do strange things when you're high. I guess so. I thought it was. I thought it was very, very odd. So here's here's the conundrum that I uh, that I promised at, at the end of the last segment for all the people. Because here's here's the thing for those of us on the right who are uh, supporting the the president in his endeavor to get rid of the deep state. And you guys have all told us that there is no deep state. We were all crazy for for years and years. And now it comes out that there there was FISA abuse. And yeah, now it comes out that with these, uh, you know, FBI questioning that there, there was nothing. There was never anything there. There was never anything there. So I want you to think about this. The police, right? Everyone's, oh, the police, the police. They got, they got bad cops in there. They got bad cops who just think they can do whatever they want. Look, they killed that guy in broad daylight. So if you can acknowledge that the police force can have people in their midst who do bad things and they do it on a regular basis and they have 17 complaints about them, but nothing ever happens. Somehow they still have a job. You think that can't happen at the FBI? You think that can't happen anywhere? You think there's only bad apples? You you, you people who want uh, a socialist government? That's the other thing. We want more government. We want a more of a socialist society. We want uh, you know the government to do all this. And then you see the police force that you're angry. You're you're protesting because there's bad apples in there and you can't get rid of them. You think that there's you think the FBI that can't happen? Think about yeah. that. There's your conundrum, kids. Here's the other conundrum. Bring it, woman. Okay. I think they got all these young pasty kids into this for free stuff, right? Yeah. They don't really understand what an authoritarian regime is. They weren't taught what authoritarian regimes actually do, other than give you free stuff, right? Yes. And they want to take our guns away. I've had at least 12 people on my timeline since I retweeted Blair White, who 
said, now I get it. I'm getting a firearm, right? Like, glad you get it now, Blair, right? Yes. I've had seven or eight people go, I've never owned one. I'm getting one. I'm going to go get trained. You think you're going to take away 2A now? You've lost your damn mind. We watched cops get dragged all over the streets in Chicago. We watched cops run away. We watched a precinct burn in Minneapolis. You want me to call 911? No. Yeah. No. Not going to rely on that. Sorry. And then, and then we saw a kid in Dallas try to defend a store without a gun. Yeah, Some kid sword. in Dallas tried to defend a store with a sword. That didn't go so well. No, he looked broken. Yeah, I don't want to get and so so then let's go this. Here's another here's another conundrum. Here's another one. So the narrative coming out of uh of Minneapolis and the blue check marks and the mainstream media is like this is uh this is white nationalists. This is white power people who've infiltrated Black yeah. Lives Matter and uh-huh. they're doing this. They're doing this uh-huh. uh to to support Trump. So that's that's the media yeah, narrative. That's the- and then and then you have celebrities teaming up to bail people out of jail. You've got, so if I want to use your logic, like there's people on the, the Joe Biden staff, the people on the Joe Biden staff, and I'm not going to name all the celebrities. That's just whatever. That It, it bores me. There's enough of them. But they're putting, right. they're asking people to donate to get these people out of jail. And so, so is the squad. Yes. So you're... Bailing out a bunch of Nazis. Is that what you're doing? Right? Right? Yeah. You support Nazis? Is that what you're doing? It's hilarious. And I, I just don't I don't want to give that any fuel on like Facebook and Twitter or whatever. Cause I just want I just don't want to help that that narrative. I'm sticking to I'm sticking to the reality that is well, uh, I mean if you really think that six guys named Bubba could have coordinated all this in two days, you're out of your mind. You know what? That would be that would be a, a fun little exercise to do. Go on Reddit. Go on Reddit. Oh, my gosh. And a big shout out uh, to the Reddit community. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the, the largest conservative Reddit community, ironically called conservative, it's a subreddit, they just did a, a little special about uh, the Loftus Party. They're showing my videos. Oh, we got nice. A, got a bunch of upvotes. It's, it's freaking fantastic. But it would be fun to go... Uh, I, I'm sure Antifa has a subreddit. Let's see how many people oh, are do. over there. I, I don't know, but it would be fun to say. Let's let's see how many people are in the Antifa subreddit, and then let's go to uh, you know the the White Power subreddit and see how many active users are there. Right. I think I think you're gonna have more Antifa people. Well, somebody went. Somebody infiltrated the Antifa subreddit, right? And found the complete list of scheduled protests. Aye. They were organizing it over on Reddit. So basically what you have is Bill Barr saying it's Antifa. You have law enforcement saying it's Antifa. You have Antifa saying, yeah, it's us. Like all over Twitter. And the media's like, nope, something completely different. No. Okay. This... Okay. Here's the problem with conspiracies. Here's the problem. It's like the truth will always come out. That's yep. that's one of the problems. And the other problem is people can't keep their mouths shut. Mm-hmm. People have to talk. People, they always brag. That's why in all the really good 
movies, you know, the, the, the gang leader will get a gang together to pull off a job and then they start killing everybody who is in on the job because they know they can't help it. Didn't you ever yeah. watch Goodfellas? Goodfellas, when they did the uh, the Lufthansa plot, that's the first thing that freaking De Niro started doing was killing everybody who was in on it because they can't help but talk. They can't help but brag. If if it was, oh, I can't believe it. If it was the white nationalists, if it was some kind of white power group, you, you'd know it. They'd be bragging about it. They'd be bragging about it. And they and wear then, Hawaiian shirts and carry tiki torches and they don't cover their face. Yeah, and it's like when they march, they don't cover their face. Antifa yes. always does, but Antifa's been bragging about it. Their accounts are all over Twitter. But this is what I think is going on, and this is why I think it's the death of the corporate media. Right? The corporate Bring media it. wants to mold the narrative. This is what's going on. Well, anybody with a social media account on Facebook, on Twitter, or just about anywhere else, or a YouTube account can look at it and go, "No, actually, that's not." And so, like, nobody believes them when they're saying this except the people who only get their news from them, which is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And this is why they miss everything. I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up because this is exactly what happened when – because they're all going to go, oh, we all agree. We all agree. Everyone all agrees that this is uh, white nationalists. We all agree. Look around. Look around. Everybody. It's the same thing they did about the uh, Russians hacked the DNC. Mm-hmm. Russians hacked the DNC. Everybody knows. 17, 17 uh, intelligence services in America. hundred like The numbers were outrageous. There's, there's 127 intelligence committees that all agree. Okay, check this out. And then, and then you find, listen, we know, and I'm not a computer guy, but if, if you leave... There are, there are ways to leave digital footprints and, and do a, a, a fake trail and all that stuff. So we, they might have all agreed, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's freaking it's Antifa it's, or it's, it's, it's Russia. Russia did this. Guess what? And I'm trying to find the headline right now. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Seth Rich. Do you remember that kid? Do you? Yeah, I do. Seth Rich, who everybody's like, leave him alone. Leave him alone. This is the kid who worked for the DNC. And who now, oh, and I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Uh, Julian Assange wanted to testify. Julian Assange wanted to be uh, spoken with by the FBI and the CIA and all these, because he was the guy that was doing all the WikiLeaks. They never talked to him. They never even, they never even gave him an interview. And then there was the whole Seth Rich of it all, where this kid works for the DNC, is uh, murdered in what they said was it was a robbery. They didn't take they didn't anything. Steal anything. They just they just killed him and, and ran away. So, and then everybody's like, "Oh, leave it alone, leave it alone, you conspiracy theory, you conspiracy theory." Well, I I want to say it's the Gateway pundit is doing a story and they are claiming they have multiple sources that have uh, CIA. The CIA was way more involved than we originally thought. And there may have been phone calls between Seth Rich and someone at WikiLeaks. 
which I just found that to be a bombshell, an absolute bombshell. Because friends of mine who do know about computers, and you talk about download speeds and transfer speeds and all that stuff, there's this core of people, and I think you know one of them there, uh, Gimlet, who say that the, the information, it, it's too fast. It was too fast. If you were, if you were sending the, the, these big packets via email, it would take X amount of time. The way to go faster is to physically download it. Ding dong, key drive. So... Well, and the, the guy, um, the head of CrowdStrike said they never observed it being exfiltrated, which would be sending it out over the wires. Yeah. They assumed yeah. that it was, but they never observed that particular activity. Um, and the software that was used that they attributed to the Russians is actually open source. Yeah, so I think that there is a uh, a lot. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep our our eye on that as well. Okay, we're oh, gonna and, wrap it um, up. Go ahead. Ooh, go ahead. Did you read the Flynn transcript? I did not. Big nothing. Big nothing. There was nothing in those transcripts that warranted being investigated. It was normal diplomatic back and forth regarding the expulsion. And the other thing it proves that the left hates, hates, they tell you, is there was no direct line between Donald Trump and Putin because the Russian ambassador was setting up phone calls for after the inauguration. Yeah, and uh, there's so many there's so many other big things uh, going on right now. Let's not forget this, and this is once again the media just deciding winners and losers. Never forget that, uh, that, that Cuomo should be on trial for murder. Like, that was horrible, what he did. That was just horrible. That was that was murder. There was there there's bad actors in the in the FBI. Uh, Cuomo made a bad call and and got rid of a bunch of people. Uh, just horrible what he did there. There's there's been FISA abuse. Who's watching the watchers? The the media is going to try to lead you down this uh, golden path of of their narrative, and we just got to change it up. We just got to change it up, and we can do it with a positive outlook. <clears throat> with a and and that's what we are going to continue to do. I gotta get. I gotta leave you guys with a, a little something to hang your hats on. A little something. Uh, we're gonna have some more uh, gaming on the website. Some some streaming, some games. I, I can't let that go. I love video games too much. I love comic books too much. I love movies too much. Good news, uh, Henry Cavill. The uh, Probably the best Superman in, in my, for my money since uh, Christopher Reeves. Looks like he's coming back as Superman. He's talking to Warner Brothers. He's talking to DC. Uh, that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. So that's that is a uh, that is a bright spot. And here's another uh, bright spot, you guys. The New England Journal of Medicine, and I, of course I put this up at theloftestparty.com. They put out some great information that the, the masks. Don't do anything outside of a hospital setting for for doctors, nurses who can totally max up. Yeah, the the New England Journal of Medicine. They they, they pretty go much out and live your life. Really? Yes, I, I tell you, it was so awesome to be in Dallas. We'll see what progresses. There is uh, there's there there are good things happening. We, we've realized uh, that you are we are kind of 
on our own. You know, if you can't count on the police to protect your business, you have to protect your own business. You need So you need a gun. So you need a gun. You need to be able to protest. So you need the First Amendment. That's good. That's good. Everything that the right stands for, individual liberty, individual freedom, is the... We're on the right side of the issues, guys. We are correct. We have the facts to back us up. The, the media may try to spin it one way and spin it the other way. But ultimately, ladies and gentlemen and followers of this podcast, I love you all. We are right. Sleep easy.